financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or skilled mechanic, Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants is the professional who helps to get everything perfectly tuned. A lifelong resident of the Marietta area, Mark Fricks has spent over 27 years in financial services. Mark's extensive training in the needs of those retired or planning to retire has prepared him well to guide folks through the maze of challenges that face today's retirees. Contact Mark at 770-980-9262 or on the web at masterplanyourretirement.com. And now, here's Mark Fricks to help you be perfectly tuned. Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Mark Fricks, from Master Plan Retirement Consultants, and our host today, Tony Shore. You know, we're really excited that you're joining us today because in this show, we're going to be discussing beneficial strategies that can help listeners avoid mistakes when dealing with individual retirement accounts, known as IRAs, and the legacy that they can produce. Well, we are, Mark, and it's great to be here with you again. As always, I'm the co-host, Tony Shore, and uh, the captain of the ship, as always, Mark Fricks. Mark, how have you been doing today? I've been great, Tony. I hope you have been well as well. Uh, we are having a great week. We taught a couple of classes here in the metro Atlanta area this week. And so the phone's been ringing off the hook. We've got lots of folks looking for help with uh, IRAs and 401k rollovers and social security and just setting up that great retirement roadmap. So we've, uh, we've had a good time this week. Excellent. Excellent. That sounds great. Now, before we get started, maybe you could give our listeners an overview of exactly what an IRA is and what makes up one's legacy. Now, I've heard, um, I heard someone tell a joke the other day, and I don't know if I remember it quite right. He asked me if I knew what IRA st stood for, and I said individual retirement accounts, and he said, no, it stands for internal revenue account. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, that's probably not far off. And we may get into that a little bit in this show. So uh, that's uh, that may not be funny, actually, Tony. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So, so what, let's. What, uh, yeah. What does make up one's legacy? Well, uh, good question. An IRA, of course, is an account uh, that you set up at a financial institution that allows an individual to save for retirement. And it uh, includes tax free growth on a tax-deferred basis, or tax-deferred basis. It depends on the type of IRA, and there are many types. There's the traditional IRA, there is the Roth IRA, there are simple IRAs, and of course, some of these are more common than others for many reasons. But the most two, uh, the, the two most common IRAs are traditional and Roth IRA. And I wanna just explain briefly the distinction between the two, because there can be some confusion. When you're talking about a traditional IRA, Tony, you get a tax deduction for the amount you contribute to the account. So basically that just comes off of your income. So if you put $2,000 into an IRA, according to your tax return, you made $2,000 less. So it saves you on taxes going in. And then once it's in the account, any earnings or dividends or interest that it earns, uh, you do not pay taxes on it. 
Now, the flip side of that is you do pay taxes when you take the money out. So sometimes that can be, you know, kind of a catch-22. You've saved this great amount of money. It's grown and grown. And then you reach retirement and start taking money out and you pay ordinary income taxes on it at that point. Now, is that good or bad? It depends on your situation, but that's kind of how they work. Briefly now about the Roth IRA, basically you do not get a deduction when you put money in, but from that point on, it is not taxable. It grows tax-free and it comes out tax-free. So that's a pretty good basic explanation of how those work. Well, yeah, that sounds really good. Now, uh, I appreciate that explanation. What can you tell us about what you mean when you refer to someone's legacy? Well, legacy uh, refers to or is synonymous with assets, inheritance, and possessions. And so um, it, it, it kind of echoes permanence. It represents a lifetime. And because of this, it can be imperative to work with the right financial professional and the right firm. So planning and reviewing your financial legacy with a financial professional can really be the first step in protecting your legacy. Now, Tony, it may shock you uh, as to how many people do not plan their financial legacy. There was a study done by LegalZoom, and the study was called Statistics on Last Wills and Testaments. And Tony, it states that approximately 55% of American adults do not have a will or a state plan in place. Wow. Uh, getting yeah, and getting more specific and, and really, I think more shocking is a survey at rocketlawyer.com. And basically what this survey said was that 41% of baby boomers have not legally stated who will get their inheritance. Uh, also from this survey, 50% do not have a will to protect their family. However, it, people are starting to plan their financial legacy more frequently than they have in the past. We have noticed that in our office, more and more people are bringing it up. They, they're concerned about it. There was a poll done by ABC News, and that states that the number of people who have a living will has grown from 17% in 1991 to almost a third, 34% in 1999, and then finally up to 41% currently. So it's really good to have a financial legacy planned, and it really can be a part of how you, uh, you'll be remembered. Well, it, it really can be, and that's a great point. Now, I wonder, actually, Mark, why more people don't plan their financial legacy then? I mean, I find it kind of interesting that we use the word legacy also instead of inheritance. Well, Tony, it was something that we did talk about in a previous show, and I would encourage folks to, to go to the radio website, to go to my website. We have a link to all of the past shows. But oftentimes, a legacy can be different than an inheritance. Mostly, what people think of as their legacy is the money that they leave behind to their loved ones. There are others who also view the legacy as giving uh, charitably when you pass away, uh, donations to something they feel strongly about, like a church or a specific um, uh, fund uh, for charity or maybe a museum that they'd like to donate money to. So legacy to me comes across as more all-inclusive, whereas an inheritance is usually just referencing the money you leave behind to family and loved ones. I also mention a legacy to me seems to be something that you're more remembered for. Uh, you know, it's one thing to leave somebody, uh, a son or a daughter, a chunk of money, but to leave something that not only is monetary, but but has uh, maybe sp you know special meaning behind it, or maybe it's something that you can leave that will last beyond your children, and maybe go to their grandchildren even, that will, that will continue to give back to the family or to, again, charities. 
Well, and that's so true, Mark. I, and I was thinking when you were talking about that, that there, there were people in my life that have gone on, but left a lasting impression on me based on their life story. And I thought of my uh, grandpa, my grandpa Whelan. Uh, my grandfather was a great man, well-respected, kind of the family patriarch. And when he went on, uh, he left more of what I would call a legacy. Um, you know, there were some material possessions or assets, but it's funny because he had three daughters, my mother being one of them and my two aunts. And they, uh, it's funny, the thing that there was the most contention over after he passed uh, was his, he had a Mason's ring. He was part of the Mason's. Mm. And they all wanted that mm. ring because that was they knew it was special to him, and he did so much good charitable work through the Masons, helping people, and he was always quite proud of that. So um, neat. All three, it's neat, but all three of them wanted it. And had they had a planner like yourself, I know you. You tell me, you sit down and try to get the family involved, and I think that makes a great point. You know, get your family involved with these decisions as well. Now, uh, our topic of the show: avoiding IRA and legacy planning mistakes. Uh, what are some mistakes that, uh, and what are some ways our listeners could avoid? Well, um, several things I want to touch on here, things to avoid when uh, planning an IRA um, and, and legacy planning. You know, you think about it, Tony, people have really worked hard to build their retirement assets. And I think most of them want their assets to continue to work hard from them throughout their working career and retirement years. But then if they're passing, I think they really want that legacy to continue on for generations to come, uh, to create something that that's lasting, not only uh, your lifetime, but multiple lifetimes. So the first mistake to avoid is not taking control of your assets. It's important that if you're no longer working at a specific company, then your money should not be working there uh, uh, either. Well, that, that is interesting. I recently came across a Wall Street Journal article, Mark. It was entitled 401k versus IRA. It focused on taking control of your assets uh, when you retire, and it talked about 401ks versus IRAs. And the three points that I really took away from the article were, one, that taking control of your assets is important. It gives your heirs you know, the opportunity to accumulate that tax-deferred wealth, avoiding high 401k fees that could possibly eat into your savings. And, um, and uh, after rolling over uh, and, and multiple rollovers, you know, there was a guy who rolled over eight 401k plans into an IRA. And he said, I totally felt that I had more choices. Uh, yeah, after- that's an excellent point. Yeah. Yeah, that's an excellent point. And, and you know, we, we have a lot of discussions with, with uh, folks that come in and, and they still have a 401k at a company that's been there maybe five, 10, 15 years, and it's just costing them money. It's costing them opportunities. And then there's the chance, again, as you mentioned, that uh, if they were to pass away and most 401ks, the, uh, you know, the beneficiaries are not designed. In fact, you're not even allowed on the contingent beneficiaries to leave it in a way that could stretch beyond a generation. So there was actually a survey. It was the 2013 Investment Literacy Survey. And it stated that roughly nine out of 10 Americans, that's 90, you know, over 92% of Americans dramatically underestimated the fees they were paying in their 401ks. And people are always shocked when they hear that, that they're more than they thought because the statements don't really reflect the fees. Most of them are built in. And so unless you really pick apart the prospectus and the 401k uh, paperwork, you really don't know. 
Uh, also, more than half thought that under $50,000 in fees would accrue, but the reality is upwards of $150,000 per household of fees would accrue in an average 401k over a lifetime. That's just unbelievable to me. So really, depending on someone's specific situation, rolling over their 401k plan into their personal IRA could be a beneficial option. So when considering this, it's always good to meet with a financial professional to make sure you're making good decisions that are in your best interest. And this leads into the next mistake to avoid on our list, which is failing the rollover test. Well, maybe you could explain to us, Mark, what is the rollover test? Well, of course, when rolling over funds into an IRA, individual has only 60 days to reinvest the funds. And that's including the amounts that may have been withheld for tax purposes, or you risk losing the tax-deferred status of the investment, essentially making the whole thing taxable, or at least the amount that did not get rolled over. And so you're talking about a pretty good tax hit. Now, there are two types of rollovers. And again, this can sound confusing, which is why you really need to sit down with a professional. But the two types of rollovers are indirect and direct uh, trustee-to-trustee. So a direct rollover or transfer is much simpler and has fewer risk involved, fewer pitfalls. And really, I would suggest just avoiding the pitfalls completely. Don't take a chance. So when you have a choice, you need to go with a direct rollover or direct transfer. So when a qualified IRA is transferred directly between financial institutions, there is no mandatory withholding. In other words, they don't withhold taxes, and there's no 60-day window that you could uh, accidentally miss. So that's why we like to do it that way. So as a reminder, in order to avoid penalties and taxes, you must complete an indirect rollover within 60 days. Wow. Well, thanks for that advice, and uh, that's important to note. Our time actually is up for this portion of the show We have to take a quick commercial break. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we go? Well, quickly, Tony, just uh, tell folks uh, a great plan of action. I would uh, recommend uh, visiting our website, perhaps. That would be a great place to start when you want to know more about how we work, what we do, and more about rollovers and IRAs. We have some great videos and articles on our website, and that's at masterplanyourretirement.com. We can even send down a retirement income toolkit to you. That could be a great place to start. Or Tony, just do it the old-fashioned way. Give our office a call, 770-980-9262. All right. Well, stay tuned and listen and learn more about ways to prepare for retirement by avoiding IRA and legacy planning mistakes right here with Mark Fricks on Financially Tuned. There can be many advantages to converting your 401k to a Roth IRA, which include tax-free qualified distributions and growth of earnings. This helps eliminate the uncertainty of future taxes and can lower your taxes owed on Social Security benefits as you near your retirement years. Call Master Plan Retirement Consultants at 770-980-9262 or online at masterplanyourretirement.com. We can answer your questions regarding 401k and IRA rollovers. We work with a team of CPAs and experts who can work with you to help avoid potential pitfalls. We will guide you through the process in the most effective manner possible to help ensure your financial security. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with our host, Mark Fricks, and your co-host, myself, Tony Shore. We've been having a great conversation on the topic of IRA and legacy planning today. Mark, you gave us a lot of great pointers to be aware of in the first half of today's show. And I don't think it can be stressed enough for our listeners the importance of proper IRA and legacy planning. 
you know, Mark, you don't want to have your retirement put at risk because of poor planning or lack of planning or a lack of knowledge on certain aspects of planning, right? Oh, that's, that's absolutely correct, Tony. And we went over one of the big mistakes in the, in the first segment of our show. And I want to talk about another mistake that should be avoided. And um, for example, and it's really, I think, uh, having too many retirement accounts. I know that sounds kind of strange, but uh, you know, the retirement accounts someone can accumulate over the years include a lot of different pieces. Maybe they've worked at two, three, four jobs. Each one of those, they have a 401k account. Maybe they have an IRA account at the bank, a Roth at a, a little brokerage place, another brokerage account, maybe an annuity over here, a fixed index annuity over there, a CD. I mean, it just can be really, really crazy. So, you know, having too many retirement accounts or at least having them spread out is a common problem when people come in to see us for the first time. Now, in some scenarios, Tony, someone can have as many as 10 different retirement accounts and they have very, very little knowledge of, of any one account. They're just kind of all spread out there. And it's, it's like having, you know, too many cats. At, at one point, you just don't know what what each one's name is anymore, you know, and you can't keep sure. up with them. You ever try to hurt a, hurt a you know, some cats, it's not, not very easy. So and, and with so many accounts, it really can be even easier to make some costly mistakes. So it's good to review good to review the following questions to make sure that you're aware of potential mistakes. And some of those questions would include, first of all, do you know how to calculate your required minimum distributions from multiple accounts? That can really get confusing and can, can cause costly mistakes. What happens if your calculations are wrong? And from which account or accounts should you take your required minimum distribution? Will losses affect your retirement? And are your beneficiaries set up properly on all of your retirement accounts? So what are some ways our listeners, Mark, could uh, avoid this? Well, of course, a solution would depend on um, their specific situation. But let's say for an example that I have a client with 10 accounts. I would encourage them to begin consolidating the accounts into three different types of accounts. Uh, perhaps an account for the IRA money, one for Roth money, and one for non-qualified funds. And so by consolidating these accounts, we're able to minimize confusion and, uh, and possible errors. Additionally, I'd try to optimize their accounts to take full advantage of all the IRS has made available, as well as the asset accumulation or asset allocation for overall desired risk and return. So it's, it's kind of a multi-step and a multi-movement um, uh, situation here, which is why it can really get confusing. But consolidating can really help minimize confusion. It does allow for optimization of each account, and it allows for the client to take advantage of all their options that are available. And it's really important to note that planning today can really prevent costly mistakes tomorrow and in the future. So Mark, another mistake to avoid uh, that I've heard about is the failure to take the required minimum distributions which are also known as RMDs, correct? Oh, that's a good one to avoid. For instance, it could be disastrous if the owner of a qualified plan fails to take the amount that they're required to take out. According to the IRA publication 590, which was published uh, in January of 2014, if distributions are not taken or they're less than the required amount for a year, you may have to pay a 50% tax for the amount that was not distributed. Uh, now, that's that's a high tax bracket, in my opinion, and that's something you definitely want to avoid. So, Mark, I've heard that failing to establish separate accounts can also cause someone problems with their IRA and legacy planning. Well, that's right, Tony. Another mistake to avoid is failing to establish separate accounts. And what I mean by separate account is, 
is that to be eligible to stretch distributions from an inherited IRA over an individual's life expectancy, each beneficiary must have a separate account. Without separate accounts, all beneficiaries will be treated as if they had the same life expectancy as the oldest beneficiary. Now, it's also important to note that the separate account rule cannot be used by the beneficiaries of a trust. So, again, it, it can get confusing, and that's where a financial professional can really be uh, critical in these areas. Another mistake to avoid is failing to review and update designated beneficiaries. Uh, you know, so some great questions. In fact, when a client comes in and we begin reviewing their situations, one of the things we offer is what we call a, a beneficiary audit. So we go through every account they have that has a beneficiary, which includes IRAs and Roths and 401ks and life insurance policies, annuities, all of that. We go through and we make sure the beneficiaries are correct. I've got a, a quick story for you. There was a, um, a friend of mine um, that I'd known several years ago that worked for Lockheed Martin. That's a big employer in the Atlanta area. And he worked with them for 30 something years. And back when he, not long after he started, he established a 401k back in, I think it was in the mid eighties. And he put money in, they matched. And, and um, by the time he retired, it was worth about $600,000. And so it just so happened though, unfortunately, that shortly after he, uh, he retired or just almost at retirement, he passed away. Now, as, um, as luck would have it, or actually as, as happens when you don't um, you know, really take care of your stuff, when they began looking at the 401k, come to find out the beneficiary was an ex-wife that he had divorced 25 years before. He had oh. gone back and checked this. And so can you imagine an ex-wife of 25 years before receiving the $600,000 and his current wife, and they'd been married for 20-something years, here she is in her 60s, and she was totally left out of the 401k. There's not a thing you can do about it. So oh, having, that's terrible. Oh, and, and it's just unbelievable. And, and of course, also we get into um, things such as, uh, you know, are the beneficiary designations um, in, a, in a secure location? And what I mean by that, we've actually seen instances, Tony, where um, beneficiary uh, records have been lost by the, by the custodian company. And this happens a lot when you have a bank account. As you know, there's been a lot of bank acquisitions, a lot of banks going under. And so these records are not being passed on appropriately. And now, if you don't have a record of the beneficiary, uh, there's going to be a problem uh, if something were to happen to someone. So that's some that's some errors. And, and you know, it's just important, again, to do a beneficiary audit and uh, make sure everything's correct. Yeah, it's a great topic. And do you have any other information you'd like to share with our listeners before we have to go today, Mark? Well, just uh, quickly, just uh, touching on some of the mistakes we talked about. Number one, uh, not taking control of your assets, failing the rollover test, not consolidating retirement accounts, paying too much in fees, uh, failing to take your required minimum distributions, failing to establish separate accounts, failing to review and update beneficiary designations, and just an overall uh, look at tax deductions during distribution. So these are just you know, just some of the items that I would recommend getting help with. Uh, this is what we do. This is our expertise. Uh, visit our website at masterplanyourretirement.com. You can certainly download some great reports. You can watch some videos and you can use it to get in touch with us. Uh, if you'd rather give us a call, I'd love that as well. Love chatting with folks on the phone. We offer a free one hour consultation just to find out if you do have a need for something uh, that we do. 770 770- 
980-9262. All right. Well, this concludes our time for today's Financially Tuned Show with Mark Fricks and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. And I look forward to seeing everybody next week. Same time, same channel. Hope everyone has a great week. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Mark Fricks at Master Plan Retirement Consultants. Call 770-980-9262 or visit their website at masterplanyourretirement.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 